Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. It's a great pleasure to introduce our next Free Zone success story, and this is David Kakish from Chicago. He's got a wonderful story. It goes to my heart because it touches on a conversation I've been having all my life. It has to do with the emphasis in a lot of people's minds, and this would include entrepreneurs, that the real good work in the world is really done through organizations that have a nonprofit organization. There's something pure about it. And yet, when I look at all the lasting institutions in society that have really moved things forward, one is that almost all of them were financed by entrepreneurs, you know, and you go into a large city like Chicago and you look at the museums. Well, the museums were created by private entrepreneurs. The art galleries were created by private entrepreneurs. The universities, the universities, the hospitals, all these things were created by entrepreneurs and they did it out of the freedom of their time and their money and their purpose. So he tells a story, you know, his parents were in the nonprofit world. They ran orphanages overseas. He was part of the community of the orphanage, and he just loved the sense of community that was there. But at a certain point, he made a switch, and he said, well, actually, you don't have to do this in the nonprofit world. It's a lot more fulfilling for himself personally and it has produced much more good for himself that he's operating in the profit world as a successful entrepreneur. What I love is that he's brought all that spirit of community into strategic coach. And my sense is that the world has really changed. I would say that the attitude of nonprofit, good, profit, not so good, was something that might have been true 50 years ago. I started my entrepreneurial business almost 50 years ago. And what I've noticed is it's all about transforming people into a more capable, more confident person and a more cooperative and collaborative person. And my feeling is that it's immensely easier to do that in a profit-making entrepreneurial company than it is in a nonprofit organization. My name is David Kikish. I am an entrepreneur involved in multiple businesses. One of the primary brands I'm involved in is called RIA Workspace. That's where we provide specialized IT, cybersecurity, and cloud services to financial advisors and registered investment advisors. I've been a strategic coach for about four years now, and I've been to a lot of coaching seminars and different things like that. And for me, just there's something about strategic coach that really stands out where, you know, for me, it's sort of a lifetime partnership or a lifetime investment. So, yeah, I'm just, you know, blown away. And it started with the podcasts and a couple of things here and there, and then just sort of immersed in the whole ecosystem. I jokingly say I grew up in an orphanage overseas. And what I mean by that is I had two loving parents. I grew up in an orphanage where... You know, I have three real brothers, but to me, it felt like I had 30 brothers when I went to school. And so I was really immersed in a nonprofit world. 
and probably overseas at a highly politicized place. So the odds of me, you know, working in nonprofit or maybe in politics should have been a lot higher. But I love the world of entrepreneurship. I mean, there's indicators when I was a kid, but realistically, when I came to college here, I was sort of on my own. I got a little bit of help from my parents and then had to figure out how to work in the summer and make a good amount of money to pay for my tuition. And I just fell in love with entrepreneurship. It was a painting company in the summer. But you know what happened there was there was sales, there was project management, there was innovation, and it was phenomenal. And for me, I just fell in love with the whole entrepreneurial world. And I jokingly say, you know, the three pillars for the entrepreneurial utopia is entrepreneurship, technology, and innovation. And I try to combine all those three things in every entrepreneurial venture I'm involved in. And so for me, it's just been phenomenal. And a line that I love to use is a for-profit business is the best nonprofit. And I think very few people look at it that way. I think we as entrepreneurs sometimes forget the impact that we have in this world. And you see that quite a bit in, you know, nonprofit where there's this emphasis on we're changing the world and we're doing a lot of things. And I don't want to take away from that, but I think the best nonprofit out there is a for-profit business. And when you take a step back and think about that, you've got teams of people that are dependent on you as an entrepreneur. I lived on the other side of the tracks, not because I came from a broken home or anything like that. It was because my parents were involved in a nonprofit and so very loving home, but I got to see what it was like to live in a world of, you know, people come from broken homes, poverty. You know, my best friends were people that were looked down upon by society. You know, these were my buddies growing up and deep down inside, you know, it really bothered me. And it didn't matter to me. You know, we were kids and we're having the time of our lives and we understood the power of community. So while we may not have had the money to have like a super duper organized basketball or soccer team, we had our makeshift teams. And, you know, we always were playing basketball and soccer and organized. And we in there, I understood the power of community. And it's really phenomenal because, you know, when we come together as 5, 10, 20, 30 people, it was amazing. And we were having the time of our lives. And I think this is probably why I gravitate towards communities like Strategic Coach because, you know, you don't have to be big to be great. You know, that's a standard line that I use. I think people are obsessed with being really big and you don't have to be big to be great. You can have a great small company. And I think this is why we also love working with financial advisors. Usually they're five, 10, 25 people. And I like to call them, you know, the small giants in the financial services industry because they're not the big banks. They're not the big guys. And built in within their model is this whole concept of community where they look at their clients and they say, hey, you know, what are assets under management? So if we have 100 clients and we manage a million dollars each, we're a $100 million community, right? And so I love these concepts and I find myself gravitating towards working with entrepreneurs that want to be great, but not necessarily big. One of the things that we all have as entrepreneurs, we have this challenge is there's a lot of things that we want to do and there's just not enough time in the day. And the reality is we're pretty innovative. Like we solve problems, we do these things. And realistically, you know, we really don't need something like strategic coach, but I want something like strategic coach. And what I mean by that is if you look at somebody like Michael Jordan, right? You know, one of the best basketball players of all times, he did not need a coach, but he wanted the coach to get better and better and better. And I sort of look at that the same way. And what I find that's amazing is, and these are with so many of the tools that strategic coach has is, look, I've solved the problem for myself. And it's a real problem for me as an entrepreneur, right? We're highly driven, we're highly ambitious, and I've solved it. 
But then I go and I listen to a podcast by Dan Sullivan or a specific tool, and it's solved at a much more articulate level. It's in more depth. You know, there's like 10 tools that I can probably talk about, but maybe I'll focus on one or two of them. So one of the things that, you know, most recently Dan has come up with in Strategic Coach is, you know, who, not how. And I used to say I had a different line, which was, you know, what and who instead of how and do, right? And so Dan took it to one line and it was like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. It simplified that. So what I do, there's a phenomenal tool by strategic coach called the impact filter. And all that I did is I took that tool, I added a couple of things to it and I said, great, this is how I use this tool to start other businesses. And I don't need to be the person that is the operator of the other business. So I take the impact filter and I fill it out. This is my four-step process, by the way. So step one is I take the impact filter, I fill it out, I put the idea, I put the vision. I write the what and the why. And then the second step there is I identify a who, right? Who's my who? And this could be a person, it could be a resource, it could be a team, it could be anything. The third step is we fill out what's called the strategy circle together. Like, what's the strategy? Where do we want to go? What do we want to do that? And I don't fill it out on my own. I fill it out together with that person or that team that I'm collaborating with. And then the fourth piece is we collaborate. So do we do it weekly, monthly, quarterly? So it depends on the business that's there. And that's sort of my four-step formula to launch other businesses because I have a lot of dreams and ambition but I don't have a lot of time. And so we put things together, we let it run and we see how it goes and it just works fantastic. And that's the tool that I do. So in a way, I take the tools that Strategic Coach has, I merge them, I add my own flavor and I go crazy with it. There's a great movie called Dead Man Walking. And if you haven't seen it, it's a really intense movie. Highly recommend that you do that. So I've taken that concept and I said, you know what, sadly, in this day and age, we have what I call a dead man working or a dead woman working. And what I mean by that is somebody that's working that might be making a lot of money, but it's miserable, not using their unique abilities. And when you think about unique ability, right, and Strategic Coach talks about this, there's four components, right? You have superior skill, you have passion, you're super energized about that, and then you have never-ending improvement. And really the big measurement for me is I do that thing all day and then I leave, I'm still energized, right? Now, one of the things that I noticed is when we talk about unique ability, it doesn't talk about its relationship to money. And I was driving one day and it was kind of bothering me. I go, well, unique ability is great, but what's the relationship with money? And I literally pulled over and I diagrammed this thing and it really stuck with me. And so the way to think about that is on the y-axis, you have unique ability, so like one to 10, and on the x-axis, you have money. It's very similar to the Steve Covey time quadrant, for people that are familiar with that. So in the top right-hand corner, you're using a lot of your unique ability, and you're making a lot of money, right? And that's where you're like, hey, you're super happy leveraging your unique ability, you're making a lot of money. On the top left-hand corner, you're using a lot of your unique ability, but you're not making a lot of money. And we've seen that, you know, like a school teacher, for example, she might be teaching, she's in her element, she loves what she's doing, it's highly rewarding, but she doesn't make a lot of money. On the bottom left-hand side, you're not using a lot of unique ability and you're not making a lot of money. I call that the misery zone. There are some people that are there, but, you know, very few, they're probably not listening to us. But really, the big one where a lot of us get caught up in, and for a period of my life, I was caught up there, is you're making a lot of money, but you're not leveraging a lot of your unique ability. 
And that's what I call that the dead man working zone. And what I mean by that is like, you know, it's the golden chains, right? Man, you're making a lot of money, but you're not leveraging things that are unique ability to you. And for me, I was stuck working a corporate job and it was just tough. And I tried to reinvent myself. And that's where I made the decision to become an entrepreneur. And so that's kind of a map and there's four quadrants. And the goal is, hey, how can I be happy and wealthy? How can I be in that top right-hand corner where I'm leveraging a lot of my unique ability and really making a great living at the same time? And that's where I've taken that concept and I call that the unique ability and money quadrant. You know, before joining Strategic Coach, again, I was very ambitious, very driven. There's a lot of things that I wanted to accomplish in my life. And, you know, on the outside looking in, all you see is you know, a couple of books or a couple of podcasts. And, you know, those are great. There's nothing wrong with that. But then you go and you say, well, you know, there's an investment, right? And I don't know what the ranges are. And to a certain extent, it doesn't matter what the range is. But I kind of looked at that as a car, right? And funny enough, I think I was about to buy a new car. And I said, that new car really isn't going to make me any money. But that investment in strategic coach probably is. And it sure has. And I'm glad that it has. You know, as a matter of fact, a car costs me a lot more money. Strategic Coach makes me a lot more money. Now, one of the things that has really helped me is, you know, I think people kind of get hung up a lot in what I would say technical or operational challenges of a business or, you know, of an entrepreneurial life. And those are important questions, right? The analogy that I use, it's kind of like a car. You know, do you buy a sedan or a van or a truck or a bus, right? And those are important questions and you have to solve that. And, you know, you have to make an investment in that. But one of the things that I find that Strategic Coach stands out for me is it's not what kind of car I have. It could be a $10,000 car. It could be a $100,000 car. But where are you going with that car? What's your destination? And so those are the kind of questions that I get from strategic coach. And it's exactly like the name implies. They're strategic. They're not tactical. They're not operational. They're not going to solve my, let's call them my day-to-day challenges in my business. But these are incredibly strategic questions. You know, what's your destination in your business? What's your destination in your life, right? Where are you going? That's a lot more interesting. And I don't care if it's a $10,000 car or a $100,000 car. Those are much more interesting questions and ideas to think about. And so for me, it's just taking that level saying, hey, listen, there's that initial investment. Give it a shot. You know what? You're not getting married. You know, (laughs) give it a shot for a year, see what it's like, and then make a decision. And honestly, that's how I joined Strategic Coach. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, these guys could be, you know, full of BS and things like that. But I go, you know what? It's worth it for a year. And one year into it, and I'm completely hooked because it doesn't just solve my challenges at a strategic level from a business perspective, but also from a personal perspective. And probably the one big thing that really stands out for me is, and I really appreciate this in Strategic Coach, it makes a distinction between an entrepreneur and a corporate executive. And what I mean by that is there's just so much literature and material and coaching on corporate executives and big companies and you know climbing up the ladder and things like that. And we as entrepreneurs, we're a different breed. We're speaking a different language, a totally different language than somebody that's living in a corporate life. It's like this third language and oh my goodness, I'm fluent in it. And all of a sudden I realized that strategic coach is fluent in it. And so there's an immediate connection because of that right there. And it's not climbing up the corporate ladder. It's something that's completely different. 
I think I'll wrap this up with a quote that I look at on a regular basis by Dan Sullivan that says, turn your passion into your life's work and you'll never work another day in your life. And it's really a phenomenal place to be. And I think we've all seen these people that are working in their element where they're completely energized or they're in the zone. And how can you be there on a regular basis or how can you be there 80, 90% of the time? And these are the tools that Strategic Coach provides for us, right? And get us there. David's actual entrepreneurial focus is IT. He's an IT consultant. And it's kind of interesting because IT is the fastest growing industry in the world, hands down the spread of information technologies. I'm using one right now. I'm using Zoom and I have my iPhone here and this is all information technology. So it's so much around all of us that a lot of people don't even think about. But the other thing, the second fastest growing business in the world is coaching of every kind. And it seems to me like David has made the perfect combination of information technology and coaching. And I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot of him inside of our coach thinking as we go forward. Mm -hmm.